Hello and welcome to another episode of NFL Feeling It. My name is Jimmy Dean. I'll be your host as I take you through the next 16 games of the NFL season 2022. We're up to week four. Week four already, just like that. And I tell you what, the upsets just keep on coming. I haven't hit 50, more than 50% in each of my weekly predictions yet, and I'm starting to look a little bit silly, a little bit foolish, because this show is all about feeling the NFL season, okay? What's in your bones? And I, I must admit, I still am a little bit guilty of going with my head instead of the gut instinct, and it is starting to bite me in the bum. I'll tell you what, in good news, I did get my lock for last week, which was the Ravens to beat the Patriots. And my score of 33 to 10 wasn't that far off. So pretty happy with that. Not happy with the 7 out of 16 games. So, um, hey, let's hope we can do better this week. But great, great week of football. How good was that Bills-Dolphins ending? Absolutely incredible. I felt a bit like Ken Dorsey as well. Wanted to shake my tablet and throw away some paper at the end. Uh, Hey, let's kick into it. Week 4, here we go. NFL feeling it. So let's talk about those Dolphins. Miami getting the job done over Buffalo last week. This week they come up against Cincinnati, going to Bengals, who had their first win of the season against the lowly Jets. Looking good, okay. Um, it's it's a funny game, isn't it? I mean, this time last year, surely you would pick the Bengals in an easy win. Even at the start of the season, you would have thought the same thing. Now, however, it's looking to be a fantastic Friday morning, Thursday night game. Looking forward to this one. Are the Bengals really starting to fire Can they protect Joe Burrow? That's been the question we've been asking ourselves all year. We're about to find out against Miami's pass rush. Um, Their defense played for, say, 90 or so snaps last week, so they were on the field a long time down in the hot Miami sun. Is it going to affect them this week? Are they going to be too tired? How's Tua's back? Was it even his back or was it a concussion? It was really uh, unnerving to see him sort of stagger to the floor and fall over, so... I'm not sure. I think maybe it was more of Buffalo's offensive woes that that uh, they came undone more so than the Dolphins' defense. So I am tipping the Bengals this week. I'm going to go with a, a Bengals win, 28 to 23. But really looking forward to this game. Great, great game to start the week. Arizona Cardinals travel to Carolina to play the Panthers. Still really disappointed with the Cardinals this year. They are just not looking um, as good as everyone would have hoped, especially Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray. Their offense just is stuttering all over the place. Same can be said for the Panthers. I expected a little bit more out of Baker Mayfield, to be honest. I thought this would be a really angry revenge year um, on his behalf, but he still he hasn't really proven it. Uh, will this week be a little bit different? The cards just look a bit too flat. They can't keep relying on Kyler Murray to do his magic tricks. He might do one or two things, but every game it's like you're just waiting for him to do that because nothing else seems to work. They just can't get any easy points. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins is still a huge loss. He doesn't come back till uh, after week six, and I I just don't think it's going to work for them. Baker's hot and cold. I think he'll be firing this week. I think he'll be a bit hot. Uh, they might even win it with a field goal here, or it'll be a game full of field goals, rather. I think the Panthers will win 31-17 to 17 this week. Another cracking game coming up. Buffalo Bills go to Baltimore to play the Ravens. Boy, oh boy. 
Uh, Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen are going to carve it up all over the field, trying to outdo each other. Surely there's a bit of personal competition there. I'm going to run more yards than you are. And it'll come down to the fourth quarter when who's going to want to take that fourth down and who's going to run a bit harder. Really looking forward to it. The Bills secondary was hit hard. Micah Hyatt out for the year. They did get Xavier Rhodes in from a former Vikings player uh, to try and play that role. We'll see how he goes they won't make the same mistakes as they did against the Miami Dolphins. They'd be very, very angry after that loss, just like the Ravens were the week before against the same Dolphins team. They felt that fire, and they came back firing against the Patriots. Uh, Lamar in MVP form. Two potential MVPs coming up against each other here. It's going to be fantastic, but I've got the Bills winning by three points, 33-30. to 30. Bit of a warning for this next game. It's a potential field goal fest. We've got the Chicago Bears going up against the New York Giants. Not expecting huge points in this game, but it uh, should be weirdly entertaining, I think. The Bears keep plodding along thanks to their running game and their defense. They're sitting at 2-1 and one in the playoff picture at the moment, which is kind of odd for a team that everyone thought wouldn't would struggle to win any games this year. Running game and defense just getting them over the line. Justin Fields didn't do heaps last week and was fairly criticised for it. He criticised himself as well. He was fairly blunt about it. How good was Khalil Herbert at running back, filling in for David Montgomery? Um, expect more from him. Throw him in your fantasy team if you haven't already done so. And the Giants against the Cowboys really came back down to earth with a, a wet, soggy thud, didn't they? Didn't really put up much against the Cowboys and their, their rush defence. Um, the offence was really exposed. Daniel Jones needs to do more. Both quarterbacks here need to do more. I'm expecting Justin Fields to be the X-Factor, as he so often is. Bears 24, beating the Giants 17. Cleveland Browns heading to the Dirty South, Atlanta Falcons. This should be oddly entertaining. It could be a potential shootout here. Both teams have um, shown that they can put up the points. Cleveland more so with their run game. It's very, very strong. And the Falcons... Marcus Mariota does a lot of good things. You will have the obligatory uh, interception in the fourth quarter from him, but he still knows how to put up the numbers and put up the points. Browns averaging 28 points. The Falcons averaging 26. I'm expecting it to stay around about there. I've gone with the Browns 28 to the Falcons 25. That is, of course, with Miles Garrett out uh, after a, a car crash, potential back injury. I still think they'll get the job done. Let's go to an AFC West showdown as the Denver Broncos go to Las Vegas, baby, to play the Raiders. I cannot believe the Broncos are sitting there at 2-1 and one after the sloppy offensive games they've had so far. They've been a shambles, and they have played some poor opponents and got pretty lucky, uh, especially last week against the Niners. Jeepers creepers, what happened there? Um, averaging 14 points a game. It's not, it's not that good, guys. It's not that good. Their defense is being pretty strong and they'll need it to be against these Raiders who must be furious that they're the only winless team in the whole comp at the moment they simply must win I'm sure Devontae Adams is regretting his decision to leave Green Bay inwardly if not outwardly Um, how could you leave Aaron Rodgers to go to Derek Carr and be used so poorly under Josh McDaniels and his scheme I don't know what the coach is doing there but he's not making a good start in Vegas country 
I reckon they'll come back. They'll bounce back this week, and they'll be winning this game 21-17. to Sorry, Broncos country. I've labelled this next game the game of the week. We've got Jacksonville Jaguars in red-hot form going to Philly Philly to play the Eagles. Motown Philly time. I like it. Um, the Jags had a huge win last week against the Chargers, who just combusted in horrendous fashion. They picked them at the right time, but they're looking good. They're looking really solid. Um, Trevor Lawrence is really starting to fire. Um, did some really good throws, so hopefully he's going to have that year two bounce that um, everyone was hoping he would have. Can they follow it up? You know, Doug Peterson, the former Phillies head coach, who took them and won a Super Bowl in 2017, returns to the Eagles for the first time. Surely they're not going to boo him. Come on, Philly crowd, you're better than that. He deserves some cheers after what he brought for you guys. The Eagles, as I've said, are absolutely flying. They're far too good for the poorer teams. This time last year, a team like this would flatten the Jags, but it's a new year, it's a new day, um, and what will we see? It's going to be a huge test. I've actually got the Jags picking up the win here, uh, going against all logic, but hey, well, I've just got a feeling, you know what I mean? That's what it's all about here, NFL feeling it. Go with your gut. This should be an instant classic, the Jags winning 30-24. to 24. Now, speaking of those charges, could their week have gone any worse? They lose Bosa. Uh, Herbert's still not quite right. What is Brandon Staley doing putting him in when they're down 31-10 to 10 in the last quarter? I mean, you have to protect your franchise player at all costs. Who cares that he wanted to go back and play? You need to just put your foot down and say, nah, mate, I'm the boss. You need to sit down and take it easy, all right? Until he does that, he'll still be the walking wounded um, I'm not sure if his ribs will fully heal in time for the Texans this week. Um, they should win this game, will they? The Texans, on the other hand, Davis Mills not looking as sharp as he did last year. They shouldn't win this game, but I think they will. I think the Texans will win this one 21-16 and continue a very long year for the LA Chargers. Let's go to Green Bay now, where the Packers host the New England Patriots. Uh, Mac Jones will be out. He's got a high ankle sprain, so Brian Hoyer comes in for him, which is a bit of uh, bad news, especially if you're a, a Patriots fan, because they weren't really firing offensively anyway. Uh, Brian Hoyer, who always just seems to be there on the roster at New England, comes in to take his place and do his thing. Potentially, who are just starting to find their feet. Aaron Rodgers is leading his team. A uh, couple of wins in a row now. They looked really good in the first half last week against the Buccaneers before their defense stopped them. Uh, Rogers and Co. will just be too good for the Patriots. I've got them winning comfortably 30-14. to 14. Go Pack Go. Heading back over to the AFC now, we've got the New York Jets visiting Pittsburgh to play the Steelers. The Jets, they welcome back Zach Wilson, uh, who finally returns from injury. Thanks, Joe Flacco. You've done all you needed to here. You got one improbable victory. Um, and now back on the bench for you. Zach Wilson, will he be the wonder boy, the thick little boy that everyone wants him to be, especially in Jersey State there? Um, Trubisky, he's, uh, he, he has to fire for the Steelers. This is a home crowd. They're starting to get a bit itchy. I think there'll be a bit of panic in the streets if they lose this one to the Jets, maybe forcing Mike Tomlin's hand after all. He's played his cards close to his chest. He seems to know what he's doing. He's not one to 
be reactive against crowd or any other sort of noise. He's never had a losing season, Tomlin. So um, I think maybe if it starts to look poorly for him, they'll make this swap and Kenny Pickett might even come in. If they're down by halftime, I don't know. Who knows? Stranger things have happened. But I don't see that happening right now. I've got the Steelers winning 21-17. to Interesting matchup next. I wouldn't mind watching this one. Seattle Seahawks go to Detroit to play the Lions. I say I wouldn't mind seeing it because I'm very comfortable that the Lions will get the job done here. Let me tell you a bit about it. Geno Smith and the Seahawks just not really getting their offense done. Uh, the defense has had some good plays, especially in the end zone, but they're not the most exciting team to watch. Detroit, on the other hand, even with six or seven starting offensive players not practicing this week, I still think they'll be too strong. They're averaging about 31 points but they do have the most points scored against them out of the whole league. I'm not sure Seattle are going to challenge them for that, to be honest. Um, is it DeAndre Swift will not be playing, so Jamal Williams uh, is hoping to have a big game there at running back. This is actually my lock for the week. I'm going to lock up the Lions to win 31-16 to in Detroit. Rock City. Let's head to the AFC South now where the Indianapolis Colts host the Tennessee Titans. Uh, unfortunately, the schedule makers here made a bit of a boo-boo, in my opinion. you got Week 4, Titans and Colts, and then I think again in Week 7, Titans and Colts. You need to save that game for the latter half of the season, if not the very last game of the round. Um, anyway, that aside, uh, both teams really had big wins last week. They needed it. The Titans um, against the Raiders and the Colts obviously upset the Chiefs. Derek Henry's back to looking himself for the Titans here. They still have no secondary, um, a lot of injuries there. So can the Colts take advantage of that? Only if Matt Ryan can hold on to the ball and stop the interceptions, stop the fumbles. It hasn't looked great for the Colts. Everyone had high hopes for them. I wasn't really one of those people. I think that was more of a wish list type thing from the NFL media. Um, I didn't think Ryan would be a, a, a fix-all sort of player. He has sort of declined, sadly, in the past few years. So the Colts are struggling this year. Uh, usually I give each of these teams a win against each other. Uh, this week I'm going to give it to the Titans. The Titans will win 19 to the Colts 14. I just don't see them putting up enough points to get past Tennessee this time. Up next, the battle of the former heavyweights of the NFC East. Washington Commanders head to Dallas to play the Cowboys. Cooper Rush getting the job done for the Cowboys. Is there going to be some sort of quarterback controversy when Dak is ready to return? Dak, who always seems to be on the verge of some sort of injury, but he's been paid those big dollars, and Jerry Jones wants to make his money worthwhile. So I'm sure Dak will come in, but, but Cooper hasn't, hasn't put a foot wrong. He's been playing really good. Speaking of playing really good, the D Cowboys' defense has looked solid, Okay, some of the best in the league. I'm picking a, a pick six here from them against Carson Wentz and the Commanders. Wentz has got some good wide receivers, but I just don't think he'll have enough time to find them. I think he'll be rushed, hurried, and harassed the whole game. I've got the Cowboys winning 21-13 to in Jera World. Let's head all the way over to London for the next game. Tottenham Hotspur Stadium is going to be hosting the Minnesota Vikings and the New Orleans Saints. Both of these teams are 2-0 and when they played uh, overseas, so we'll see who gets the first L on the board this time. Kirk Cousins usually doesn't shine under the bright lights of the Monday night games or the Thursday night games. Uh, will he shine in another country with different sets of fans? 
with a fairly impartial set of fans, and I'm sure we'll see some Jaguars, Guernseys in the uh, uh, UK stands. That seems to be their team lately. The Saints, on the other hand, is Jameis Winston got a broken back or what? He hasn't looked good. He's thrown uh, too many interceptions in the past two weeks, particularly in the second half, just trying to do all he can to bring it back. Will we see Andy Dalton come to save the day in the UK? Uh, the Saints keep disappointing me. I've picked them every week this year. Uh, not this week. Sorry, Saints fans, but I think Kirk Cousins is going to do his thing and become a local legend on the streets of London. Vikings 29, Saints 21. Former Super Bowl showdown here. The Kansas City Chiefs will be playing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. For a moment there, we thought this game might have been played in Minnesota because of Hurricane Ian, but as of the latest news, it shall be played in Tampa Bay. Will that make a difference for Tom Brady and co? I think the bigger difference here will be who is he throwing to? Are his wide receivers coming back? Julio Jones may play. Mike Evans will be back from his one-game suspension after tussling with Marshawn Lattimore from the Saints. Um, still without Chris Godwin. Brady hasn't looked that good this year. He's been looked frustrated and, and upset. Uh, tablets have been broken left and right. Will they fire? The Chiefs, on the other hand, they had one of those games where against the Colts where you play that game uh, 10 times and 9 times out of 10, the Chiefs win. Okay, And I don't think they're going to give the Bucks that many chances again. They're going to be up and at them. They're going to be angry. They're too good to play like that two weeks in a row. I've got the Chiefs uh, winning 30-19 to 19 here. Not to mention Patrick Mahomes was harassed in their Super Bowl game. Uh, to the point where it was, you know, you, you earned a bit of respect for him just for the way that it was pretty much him against the defense of the Bucks, and it just went so poorly for him. He doesn't want a repeat of that. He wants to show them who's boss a few years later. Chiefs, take down the Bucks. Before we get on to the next game, I have to apologize for the background noise. It seems like everyone in my neighborhood is cutting down trees or doing some sort of uh, cutting through pavers or something. It's all happening here. Uh, so that humming in the background, that's what it is. Okay, let's finish things up with an NFC West game. The Los Angeles Rams go to the big bell bottom. San Francisco 49ers. These teams, uh, a really good history in the past few years. The Niners have had the number of the Rams up until the NFC Championship game last year where the Rams finally got over the hill in the biggest spot imaginable. The fact that it's been Jimmy G that's been doing this uh, is even more surprising because he's back and he looked uh, moribund against the Broncos last week. The fact that they lost says nothing for Jimmy G and the Niners' offense. They could only put up 10 points against Denver. What are they going to do against Aaron Donald and the Rams' defense? Okay, it's... Uh, <laughs> what's his name? Jalen Ramsey, of course. Oh, man, look out. I'm picking for him to have a couple of picks in this game. Uh, Matthew Stafford, he'll still, he'll still probably throw his own interception. That's just what he does. Uh, so there'll be a lot of turnover in this game. I think the Rams have well and truly broken that streak of Kyle Shanahan beating Sean McVay so often. They've climbed the hill. They won the Super Bowl that year. They're not scared of anyone. I've got the Rams winning 24 to the Niners 17. So there we have it. That's your week four predictions here at NFL Feeling It. Um, I'm pretty confident with my lock of the Lions over the Seahawks. My locks are going 3-1 to one at the moment. Let's go. Uh, overall, I want to get above that 50% mark. No more than eight tips per week. Let's change that. Um, it's going to be another good week. We've got our first international game, the Vikings and the Saints. 
We've got a couple of really good games, the Jags and the Eagles, the Bills and the Ravens. Cannot wait for them. Looking forward to these games. Thank you again for listening. Um, my name's Jimmy Dean, and join me next week where we run through the week five games of the NFL season, and I'll let you know how I go with these tips and my lock. Until then, game on.